A very important celebrity has re-entered the chat this year. Uh-huh. And you know who it is. I see what you're doing. Mariah Carey, the queen of Christmas, mm-hmm. has risen. <laughs> she hath risen. She is here. She posted six hours ago. Yeah. So right at midnight. It's time. And she actually screamed it with a nice little high note. It's Oh, my God. Yes. So she is in full Christmas mode, yeah. and a lot of people are now. So now I can play my holiday tunes without you getting mad at me, Johnny. I don't know about that. There's still much debate over one's too early for Christmas. Just because Mariah Carey has punched her way out of her cryogenic freezing chamber for the year <laughs> doesn't mean we all have to get on board. Yeah, I'm against decorating before November 11th, uh-huh. but in terms of enjoying the holiday spirit, I don't think that there's any time limit on that. All right. Well... I was still, like, I wanted to talk about Halloween stuff. At least maybe no. wrap it up before we did no. this. But it's, it's Christmas time now. <laughs> Mariah Carey says so. So, uh, Are you Team Hannah or Team Johnny? Tis the season, baby. Team Hannah says it, it's, it's Christmas time. Woo! Team Johnny still wants to talk about Halloween, but that's fine. You can text 1093.9. I'm, I'm at least going to balance the scales a bit by putting on a song that is kind of spooky, all right? Can I interrupt Mariah now with some Rihanna? No. A little bit of Disturbia? Uh, It's more than enough. And it's 93.9 Virgin Radio. Virgin Mornings with Hannah and Johnny. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Well, fine. I'll give you a little bit of uh, Halloween news. Good. Please. Two celebrity Halloween costumes that deserve an honorable mention. If Mariah Carey is the queen of Christmas, Heidi Klum is the queen of Halloween. That's true. And she dressed up as a worm last night at her Halloween party. She is unrecognizable. There's barely a semblance of a face in this worm Uh, costume. How does anybody even know that that's Heidi Klum? You don't even know it's a human. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. I would say while she's walking the red carpet, but I don't even know if that thing can walk. Squirm the red carpet. The picture's on our Facebook at Virgin Radio Windsor. It's crazy. When I first saw it, there wasn't even a caption on it. It was just this random worm. I was like, who is this person? What is this? It's very, very impressive. And also the second honorable mention for Halloween going to Kendall Jenner because she dressed up as a cucumber last night, Uh a.k.a. the cucumber that she could not for the life of her figure out how to cut on the Kardashians. Contorted her arms around trying to cut that thing. They're like, we can get the chef to do it for you. And she's like, no, no, I got this. I can do it. Clearly that her first time cutting a cucumber. Yeah. Very Uh. embarrassing, but at least she's, uh, she's going with it. Yeah. And for the first time ever, we have no males in the top 10 of the Billboard Hot 100. Saw that. Yes. Do you want to know why? Oh, I know why. It's all full of Taylor Swift. Yeah, it's so all Taylor. the entire top 10 on Billboard is songs off of Taylor Swift's album, Midnight's. And speaking of Taylor Swift, did you know that she auditioned for Les Mis? Really? Yeah, here's her talking about her audition process. They were like, we're actually going to paint your teeth brown for this. And I'm like, so you're going to do that after I meet Eddie Redmayne, right? That's that's not something you do before. I get to meet people, and then you do the brown teeth. I'm like, no, no, it's... um. This is just everybody's gonna meet you with the brown teeth, and we're gonna we're gonna like do like big circles under your eyes, like 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 you're near death. And I was like, this this has immediately become a nightmare for me. Well, <laughs> Swifties don't come for me, but I'm kind of glad she wasn't in Les Mis. Yeah. Well, if it's anything like Cats, the That's vibes would have been point. way off. Yeah. Not right. Not right at there all. There are some famous artists that shouldn't act because they're too famous. It's like Harry Styles. You just can't take yourself out of it. I guess. That's fair. 
But Taylor Swift has a big old announcement on Good Morning America this morning, so she hasn't been on it yet. But when we know, you'll know, maybe it's finally the announcement of her world tour for Midnight. Mm -hmm. Or she'll just be celebrating being the whole-ass Billboard chart with, It's me. Hi. I'm the whole music industry. It's me. Hannah and Johnny. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. Got a text from Shane. Said, my GF and I carved pumpkins Sunday evening. We put them on the porch. When we woke up Monday for work, they were both destroyed. And I had to ask, was it, did it look like the handiwork of humans or the damn squirrels? Because even last night, Halloween, I was waiting for kids to show up, and instead, there was squirrels trying to eat my jack-o'-lanterns. They never stop. But Shane said that it was actual yeah, people. Yeah, like somebody stomped them. To ruin pumpkins the night before Halloween. Oh, boy. That takes a special kind of person. I would judge if I hadn't spent many of the years of my youth doing exactly that. And oh, you stealing were a so many pumpkins. I was, oh, I was worse. I was a pumpkin thief. We oh would uh, we would steal a bunch of pumpkins from all over town in the weeks approaching Halloween. I feel and like then I don't even know And then we before. would dump them all on one person's lawn just to confuse them. Oh, my you know? god! Sometimes they liked it. They were appreciative. But we would um, like to know how your Halloween went. You could text 10939. Yeah, Ash texted saying they always go to the Jefferson area trick-or-treating, not because they live there, but they say they have lots of trick-or-treaters and everyone gives out candy. Nice. See, that's the thing. There are certain areas that you know are good. It sounds like LaSalle's pretty good because, you know, you got the rich houses there. You got people like Hannah giving out full bars. Okay, so can I talk about my experiment? Yes, please. We had a bunch of different full-size candy bars. We got six of each, Mm -hmm. and it added up to be about, like, 70-something. Yeah. So we had Hershey's Cookies and Cream. Those are Mm, really good ones. Yeah. Hershey's Almond Chocolate Bar, Footlong Starburst, Toblerone Caramel, Arrow, Mars, Snickers, Reese, O'Henry, Coffee Crisp, Kit Kat, and Peanut M&M. The selection, my God. And so we just said, take one of whatever one you want, and we saw which ones went first, which candies the kids liked the most. Did you guys make a spreadsheet? For the, yep. <laughs> yep. For the second year Good in a God. row. Uh-huh. Cookies and cream. Good. Not surprised. That's Cookies a big one. Yeah. That's a big one. And then Reese was the number two, and then the footlong Starburst was number three. Mm-hmm. Were you also practicing this? Prepare for trouble. Make it double. To protect the world from devastation. To unite all peoples within our nation. To denounce the evils of truth. She's mouthing along. Extend our reach to the, the stars, stars above. Jesse. <laughs> James. Team, Team Rocket. Blast, blast off, off at the speed, speed of light. Surrender so now. All prepared to Okay. Meow, that's right. So you were Team Rocket last night? Yes, and our cat Mm. was Meowth. So the Meowth was important to include there at the end. No kidding. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, how did how did that go? Did the kids like that costume? Yeah, there were some who didn't know who we were. There were some who did know who we were. And if they got it, they were very excited. Yeah. They'd say, you're Team Rocket. I demand that. And there was one group of kids, and they said, oh, say the saying. They said, say the motto that you just played. So you had to bust it out? Yeah. Well, there you go. I uh, I had a couple trick-or-treaters. The, the kid showed up, and he was dressed as SpongeBob. Oh, and as they were taking the candy, I was like, da, 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 da. and they were like, oh, my God, that was a really good SpongeBob. And as they were leaving, I was just like, weedle, 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 uh, which is another SpongeBob reference. They lost it. They were like, that dude is the guy from SpongeBob. Hannah and Johnny. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. Wondering what you would do if your pet ate $2,000. <laughs> well, what that can it? you do is at that, that point? I mean, you can't pull it out of their butthole, can you? <laughs> Off to a grand start over here. I wouldn't want to be accepting that type of cash. No, no, not at all. This happened to someone in, uh, guess, guess where this happened, Hannah? 
Florida. Florida. Flor- ding, 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 Florida ding. Florida man's. Yeah, well, Florida it was. Florida woman. It was a Florida woman's this time named Kim. Was recently left in tears after her Labrador Zoe grabbed two grand in cash from the top of her dining room table and tore it up while she was left home alone. This is my question. Why are you leaving a dog alone with two grand in cash on the table? On the table? It's yeah. just, eh. So, it, so it's like, I don't have money like that to throw around. <laughs> and I don't think the dog ate the whole thing, but definitely ripped up most of the cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, this woman posted a TikTok in tears, and then this is them explaining it after. When I get to the sofas, when I see all of the money that she had eaten and ripped up into tiny, tiny pieces. And we managed to, she managed not to eat about $300. It was $300 bills. But the rest, she literally shreds pieces. And I think she probably ate some. So I immediately started freaking out, started crying. And that's when my husband arrived. But I am not upset at her. She's a dog. She doesn't understand what she did. She has no idea. No. But in the original TikTok, as a joke, it said something like, hey, who wants a dog? Because, you know, at that point, you're like, what am I going to do with you? Uh, She did tape back together the bills that were salvageable and brought them to the bank. (laughs) Imagine being the teller at the bank and she says, my dog ate my $2,000. You're like, okay. I've never heard that one before. But uh, it honestly, it does happen. It might sound like it's not real. But my dog recently tried to eat some cash, too. Been doing a lot of Facebook Marketplace de- uh, deals lately, mm-hmm. and I'm flush with cash from it. Um, but I brought it home and was just showing Sammy the money that I had made, and my dog Leo came up and started sniffing it and literally tried to take one of the bills in his mouth and run off. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Come but you can't. the good thing about that is Canadian money is much more durable oh, than American money. It's true, yeah. You run that through the wash, it'll be fine, yeah. right? Atomic bomb goes off. That you could probably take out of the dog's butthole. (laughs) It will probably make the journey. Uh, Come out clean on the other side. You're like, wow, they really knew what they were doing here. It's 93. Engineering is just unbelievable. Virgin Radio. What's going on? Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9. Virgin Radio. We just got texted like a, a train wreck story where it's like, I don't even know if I want it. Well, <laughs> we're talking about, about like the most expensive oh. things your pet has eaten or the most your pet has ever cost you money. And Matt's story was just like almost, almost a comedy of errors. Yeah, well, but it's also trauma. a tragedy so of we errors. Gotta, gotta get him on the phone here. <laughs> you had to hear more, eh? Oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> What happened? Uh, so I, he was the store manager in Aurelia at the Zares there, and a good friend of mine. And I stopped by. He's like, Matt, you have to tell. I got to tell you something. And so he started. He's like, Oh, my wife. She took three thousand dollars and bought this stupid pug that I never even wanted. The money was supposed to go towards the uh, roof. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? And he said, he's like, she, she took three thousand dollars from the ten thousand dollars I I put aside for this roof. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and we need the roof. Right. And and, he, and he's a hunter. He wanted like a hunting dog after they bought the roof. Right. Right. And she buys the pug. So yeah, so the pug, after a week, the eyeball falls out because their faces, they, the way they're designed, right? They've yeah. been bred so weird. So the poor thing's eye falls out. Oh my that's God, crazy. that's so traumatizing to see. And and they have they have twin boys that witness this, like the, oh, the eye com- no. coming out of those poor puppies. <laughs> and then after the eye falls out, so they have to spend thirty five hundred dollars that they pulled from the roof money, and because they that that's where the money is, it's yeah. in the roof. So 
So yeah, so they tried to save this this poor puppy's life, and then a week later it died. So oh my god! So so around sixty five hundred dollars plus on for this. a dog for a puppy they had for two weeks. Oh my god! Yeah, I guess. Wow. wow. They have no roof, no dog. Yeah, that's exactly it. It took them another two years. This was a few years ago, so it took them another two years wow. to get the money back together. To get the roof. Well, <laughs> it's a thoroughly rattling story. Uh, we appreciate you sharing it. Thank today. you. No problem, wow. guys. Good talking to you. Yeah, you too. Great one. 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's time for some rotten reviews on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Hey, it's Hannah and Johnny. And Hannah was insatiable today with the fact that it was now Christmas time. Started off with some Mariah Carey. Um, excuse Plain me, fat, tis Johnny. The fizz. So, oh my God, it's happening again. Nice. It's time. Good. It's November 1st. So. Exactly. But Mariah posted this at midnight last night. Okay, that's fine. But since it is kind of getting into that mode, I figured we would take a look at Jackson Park today because they have started decorating for Bright Lights Windsor. Uh, last week, they turned on the lights in the morning. I could see it on the way into work. So kind of cool, kind of exciting. But it is also a big reason why people give some negative reviews to Jackson Park. Right. As you can imagine. People are uh, hating on Bright Lights Windsor? Yeah. And, and this is the whole reason I like doing Rotten Reviews is, you know, sometimes people have valid concerns. A lot of the time, they have no idea what they're doing and you can't really trust what they're saying. Uh-huh. Um, so the ones I will give some credit to, there are one stars about not being enough parking. A lot of people do their prom pictures or grad pictures for kids and they're like, oh, there's not enough parking. There, isn't, there isn't very much parking. Exactly. That's and then fair. the other people are saying, well, I don't like that they spent so much on Bright Lights. Uh, uh, Sean Moore, for example, gives it one star saying millions of dollars. That's it. That's it. But you know exactly Millions of dollars. He's you know he's referring about. to Bright Lights Windsor. Yes. Obviously. So let's go he's into... He's like, that's a shiny goose. Exactly. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? So there are a lot of those, but some of the one stars that I'm like, maybe this isn't it for you. Um, for Lawrence, for example, gave it one star, says, it's a nice place to take your family and friends. So okay, I think a lot of nice. times I think nice. people don't know how the star rating works because there are so many who give good reviews but low stars. So this, again, you can't always trust what you see there. Well, who's out here reviewing a park like two stars? At being a, like, I liked it, two stars. Who's reviewing a park at all? <laughs> at a base level, you can't really trust <laughs> yeah, people who fair. are leaving reviews. But um, Daniel, this one I'll, I'll say fair play, gives one star to Jackson Park from five years ago, said... Too many Pokemon Go players. Do you remember that stage in our development as a society? Yes, I feel as if if that person revisited Jackson Park, there would be slightly yes. less Pokemon Go Definitely players. Definitely less. Um, again, another one. Ray Holland, he's clearly not from around here, said, Great time. We needed a break from our hometown. We'll post pics after. One star. Like, guys, if you like it, why are you giving it bump one star? Those reviews up. Yeah. Now here's we'll get up to a, Man, the next Zug level. Island got better reviews <laughs> than Jackson Park. That's true. Go and grow a third eye. Uh, Christina B. Up on the next scale here says two stars for Jackson Park. Haven't been here in a while. Play equipment was pretty dirty and smelled like urine. I still like to bring my child here, though. Oh, so, so you know, like, not a deal breaker, though. <laughs> no, no, it smelled like pee, really dirty. <laughs> still love to bring the kids. No worries. Uh, let's go up into the three-star range here, where Dakota it has a little bit of issue with the lights. Says, boring, needs more lights, disco ones, thank you. Yeah. So, Bright Lights needs more of a disco spin this year, I think is what they're suggesting. Bright Lights Disco, sign right? me up for that. That would be pretty cool. Jimmy Lombardo gives it three stars, saying, people have fun, but get hurt. And oh. I, that's so vague. 
And That's kind very of, vague and terrifying. That's threatening. That's threatening. <laughs> People have fun and get hurt. It's like, which yeah. one is it going to be today? No, you, you never know. And again, just the fact that you can never really tell if their experience is because of the place or if it's subjective. Uh, Linda gave it two stars saying, I got sunburnt walking in the park. Linda, listen, Linda. (laughs) That's not the park's fault. That's your fault. Linda's the type who would leave a review of the sun if she could. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit bright today. Didn't show up when I needed it at the beach. Zero stars. It's been said. Hannah and Johnny. 93.9 Virgin Radio. A cringe that hurts so good. He broke up with me. While you were in the lingerie and trench coat. It's Toxic Tuesdays. Virgin Radio. In-law drama, toxic family dynamics. What would you do if this happened to you? An American woman anonymously posted about this on a forum. Her father-in-law passed away. Sad. So the mother-in-law booked her son, the husband, and his wife tickets to fly them out for the father-in-law's funeral. Or the husband's dad's funeral. Right. So they get to the airport, and the husband purposefully hadn't said anything to the wife. They get there, and the husband's ticket is first class, and the wife's ticket is economy. Uh So that's a little shady, and the wife is, of course, upset. She doesn't want to seem ungrateful because it is a free ticket to go to the funeral. But she's thinking, okay, if money's the problem, then just book us both in economy. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you separate separate a husband and wife and have one in first class and one in economy? So up until this point, I'm kind of on board with her, right? Mm-hmm. But then she throws such a fit that she doesn't go and she oh. misses the father-in-law's funeral because of this. Okay, that might be a bit of an overreaction. So the question is... Who is the worst person Who's in this situation? Toxic? That's really hard, actually. The um. mother-in-law books <laughs> the first class for her son, the economy for the daughter-in-law. Uh-huh. Um, and then the daughter-in-law is so mad that she misses the father-in-law's funeral, which obviously upsets the husband, for right? Sure. Or is it the husband who's the worst person in this situation? Because he knew and didn't mention it, mm-hmm. probably on purpose because he knew she was going to be upset about it. Yeah, but you know what's going to come out when you guys aren't sitting together on the plane. Yeah. Uh, so he might have been being shady by trying to hide this from her for so long until the last minute. Yeah, they're all awful. Uh, you can text 10939 <laughs> on that one. I do have questions. Like, you know, you, was there only two seats left on the plane? Was it a late thing where they were like, oh, this is our only choice? No. It no? was none of the above. Uh. It was a purposeful decision. And when the mother-in-law was asked about it, she said it was uh, for financial reasons. Right. Because, like, that's the thing. You can't really complain about a free flight. No. It's a free no. flight. However, to only upgrade your son and to leave your daughter-in-law in economy, mm. it seems like you're trying to say something. Yeah, it's definitely saying something. Uh, it would not matter to me. If I'm trying to put myself in their shoes, if my partner's dad passed away, I would not be making a fuss about not getting a first-class ticket to his funeral. But- 
But like, what if Sammy was in first class and they're like, sorry, Johnny, we'll fly you out, but only economy. We love you, but we don't love you that. that much. Listen, I know my, my worth. That makes sense. Um, there was a text that says there's clearly more back history in that family relationship. So you are thinking, a lot of people are thinking that the mother-in-law did this on purpose, Oh, right? for sure she did. That was Tara Ooh. who texted that. And Crystal says the mother-in-law knew exactly what she was doing <laughs> when she booked those tickets. Hannah and Johnny in the morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Guess what day it is. It's too early for this, Hannah. It's Toxic Tuesday. Okay. You can tell because we are talking about toxic family drama. So here's the situation just quickly. Her father-in-law, this woman's father-in-law, passed away. So the mother-in-law booked her son, the husband, and his wife, the person in question, tickets to the funeral. The mother-in-law paid for both flights to the funeral, but she booked her son in first class, and then she booked her daughter-in-law, his wife, in economy. Mm-hmm. Who is the worst person here? Is it the mother-in-law or is it the daughter-in-law who then didn't go to the funeral because she was in economy and the husband was in first class? I still honestly say it's it's the woman here who is like, if I can't be in first class, I'm not going. But well, people feel differently. The argument against that is that if it was a money thing, then book both husband yeah. and wife in economy so they can sit together. This is like clearly favoritism. Fair play. Fair play. We got Christina on the phone. What are your feelings on this one? Well, the mother-in-law does what the mother-in-laws usually do in, you know, the worst case scenario. But the husband supposed to stand up for his wife. And that's my belief. Okay. He, he should have told his mother, this is wrong. Don't do that. If you were married and your husband was like, see you later, I'm going to first class, you would you would understandably be upset about that. Oh, 100%. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's your partner in crime. He's supposed to be next to you. This is wrong. Yeah. Okay. Totally. I like that. I love the whole like, ah, oh, yeah, mother-in-laws are going to do bad stuff to you. Yeah. That's just normal. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, okay. My mother-in-law is actually exceptional. She's the best in the world, I think. But there are some bad words out there that do such a thing like that on purpose. Mm. Yeah, you're 100% right. You're one of the lucky ones. Yeah. Then. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Let's get ready to rumble. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. And uh, there's a good old wrestling show coming back to town. Oh, God. Impact Wrestling, back in Windsor for its first Canadian show in three years. And uh, I guess they're saying huge, huge fan base here that has supported them over the years. They did want to apologize because the last event that they ran right before everything shut down in 2019 was called Outbreak. Oh, and no. Then, and then when they tried to they do knew. it. They knew. <laughs> they knew. They tried to do it again, and the event was called Lockdown. So they, they said they're going to be a little more careful with how they choose their names. Right. So that hopefully it doesn't uh, negatively affect us it anymore. It doesn't predict the future no. of whatever 2023 has to throw at us. But I think we should get ready now, Hannah, because you and I should definitely enter the ring. Here's the thing, Johnny. I'm not very into wrestling. In they fact, it makes be. me a little bit uncomfortable. What is that? What's wrong with wrestling? I don't... Violence is never the answer, and even fake violence, like, I don't, it's, it makes me uncomfortable because I'm always thinking, oh my god, I hope that they're not hurt. Well, like, you know, you see it, and you're like, oh, you're, you know that they're fine, but there's something uncomfortable that I'm averse to watching people in pain. I don't want to, this might be a big spoiler here, Hannah, but, uh, I know. professional wrestling. It's not real. Not actually real. I uh, know. Scott I texted know. us at 1093.9 and said, Hannah, let's hear your best Ric Flair woo. Are you familiar with Ric Flair? No. It's, uh, Showtime! Woo! 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 I think you could pull that off. Woo! 
get the most laid back one. So, no, no, no. Johnny, if I were a wrestler, yes. I would 100% be Hannah the Hammer. Entering the ring at 5 foot 2, 110 pounds. Soaking wet. <laughs> Oh, my God. What would my, like, trademark moves be? Well, you're already stealing everything. You can't just say that John Cena's intro music is going to be your walk music. It's better when I do it myself. No. No, it's not. See, I don't know. I, I you heard... could just do the, the tossing pumpkin spice lattes from across yeah, the ring. That's a good just signature dong. move. Instead of give them the chair, give them the PSL. I like that. Yeah, just scald people with yeah. that. Um, I, like, I actually kind of got a name from the text line the other day at 10 I think they referred to me as Janky Johnny. Oh, uh, fun. Janky Johnny, the jean genie. I'll just come out in nothing but, like, cut off jean shorts. This would be my walk-on music. Ew. Head-to-toe denim, like Julia Fox in <laughs> yeah, those low-rise exactly. jeans. It's, a, it's what it is. It's psychological warfare. You yeah. come out to Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye, they don't know what you're going to do. That's true. But, uh, yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> Watch out for Hannah and I when Impact Wrestling comes to town. She's going to come in, and I'm just going to serve her with this. Hey, Brinko, you're going nowhere. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of heat Is that an HR report? Yeah. Yeah, probably. That was, that was, I didn't need any of that. <laughs> Hannah and Johnny. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Gotta say, a little disappointed by this news. That Liam Hemsworth will be Geralt of Rivia moving forward. Toss a coin to your witcher, oh valley of plenty. Oh that song's probably like the most lit part about this entire series, by the way. So if that made no sense to you, the <laughs> Netflix show The Witcher. Yes. The main character is being replaced mid-series. Yeah, so after season three, it will no longer be. Henry, is it Cavill or Henry, Cavill? I think it's Henry Cavill. But I it think was probably best known as Superman before this. Right, and he was the Witcher with the long white hair, you mm -hmm. know? Which is also based on a video game series. One of my favorites of all time. Right. Uh, the series kind of, I feel like, got mixed reviews, especially for fans of the franchise. They were like, eh, they don't really follow the story that much. People like to complain yeah, about those things. Video game and comic book people well, will complain. They true. be complaining about everything <laughs> Absolutely. That, they, that they make. And that is kind of part of the theory of why this change is happening. Again, Henry Cavill going to be replaced with Liam Hemsworth, of yeah, all people. Why are they doing this? Like, I don't understand. Did Henry Cavill not want to play The Witcher anymore? So the main thing that they're pointing to is the fact that he is reprising his role as Superman. It looks oh. like in the DC universe. Okay. Uh, I think in uh, Black Adam, the new movie with The Rock, there was towards the end... They they tease that mm. he's going to be back as Superman. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the main thing. But a lot of people were saying that Henry Cavill is a massive fan of The Witcher as well. And he loved the books and he loved the games. And a lot of people were saying he didn't really like the direction of the writing team. So they're they're theorizing that maybe Ooh. that was part of it too, that there was a little bit of drama. They think there's some drama. You know I'm interested when yeah. there's drama involved. But, but Liam Hemsworth will be thing. I yeah. don't understand. It was like they were like, well, we had a hot guy. I guess we'll just get another hot guy. But that's not, he does not give the vibes of Geralt of Rivia Liam at all. Liam Hemsworth is way too pretty boy exactly. to be playing such a character. And I only watched a few episodes of The Witcher, so. I When they started, I already thought that Henry Cavill was too pretty boy. I think out of anyone they could have chose, it's amazing casting. But, you know, the best 
thing of the Witcher universe, in my opinion, is the game Witcher 3. And in that, Geralt's a little older. He's a little gruffer. He's he's gritty looking. So who would be you playing know? him in that situation? I don't know. I'm trying to think. If you've got any uh, any ideas. Let's for throw your... Jack Black into every single <laughs> role. Black. Jack Black. <laughs> I think he can pull off the voice. This is uh, this is just an hour and a half long video of lines of Geralt delivering things in the game here. Come on. Gotta be some way. Come on now. Come on. Search your memory. Something, anything could be important. Come on. Wow. Show your he has a catchphrase, <laughs> and it's come on. It's, I think they're alphabetically going through everything he oh. says in the entire game. I'm like, but damn, he really starts every sentence with come on. I feel like some people are into that, though. They're just like, yeah, I could just listen to Henry Cavill doing that over and over. Come on. Come on. Come on. I literally thought that was still the clips, <laughs> and that was actually Johnny. That's all me, baby. Cast me as Gerald. Get more Legally Blunt. Yes. What's up, my Johnny, weekday morning 6 to 10 on 93.9 Version Radio.